and a new piece of audio equipment. Michael's microphone testing one. Hey! This, Real Madrid. This is IF TV. We're supposed to be supporting the Italian team. Right here. Yeah. But what about, what about the bottom? You're not going to see the bottom. <laughs> Are you're really sweating. I am. Hey, I work for a living, not like you guys. Sweat. Well, that you're was because sweating of, uh, because we played be foosball. <laughs> sweating of champs, right, Anto? Though? Yeah. It's a sweet sweat. Sweet sweat. Tastes sweet. Mm. Not salty. You, you guys can, You guys must taste salty right now. I don't right? want to know how any of our sweat tastes. <laughs> yeah, we change subject. Listen, no. you smacked Anto. This podcast. Either way, smacked out of three. We are talking about Serie A. We're not talking about Serie A, the Biliardino Serie A. Okay, sure. we're talking about what Serie about? A. So let's what happened to Pete? He's, um, he couldn't. Uh, he's not doing too yeah, good. Yeah, I think that Inter with what happened. Every time Inter don't play good, I feel like there's something with that There's something connection there with Pete. All of a sudden, he can't come. Yeah. He's not able to make it. By the way, welcome back to you. Oh, yeah, well, that was one time, yeah, It's been too long. Yeah. We're gonna have to cut him off. Too, too much work. Too much work. A lot of people have been asking, where's Gaetano? Where's Gaetano? You guys cut him off. He's not coming anymore. Yeah, they thought you got kicked out. <laughs> they come in and it's like, I'm not gonna hear an intelligent opinion today. <laughs> Let's see next week if Gaetano comes. No, no, I've been working a lot. What's been your feelings about Serie A so far since the start? What's been on your mind? Well, I like it. A lot of goals. Uh, the first uh, couple of games. Um... So a lot of entertainment. I liked. Um, I saw a little bit of the uh, the highlights of the Lecce games. Man, they got some nice forwards, Lecce yeah. and Salernitana. Uh, you you think you know Salernitana, Empoli? You watch a game like that. There's, it's really a fun. I mean, the way they pass the ball, everything is first touch, nice goals. They won 4-0. They yeah. won they crazy. won by more than one that. goal for the first time. Yeah, They've I mean, never they didn't do that all of last year. They won by four goals. Bonazzoli scored. Four they had four different Sampdoria. four different goal scorers as well in that match for Salernitana. Mm. Davide and Nicola did a great game. Yeah, they the, did. The thing is it's so funny. Sampdoria will do an unbelievable job 0-0 against Juventus and then they'll lose 4-0 to Salernitana. That tells you a, a, a lot about Juventus. Okay, don't tell me it's an unbelievable <laughs> job. I think if no, Salernitana played well, let me Sampdoria tell you something. Well. If Salernitana would have played Juventus, they would have smacked Juventus for nothing too. Okay, because if you tie, mm. take it, take it easy. Hey, hey, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking Those to your big son. Words, big words, four zero. <laughs> hey, he's know. taking the bait. You see, if, if <laughs> he didn't get upset, that means he took the bait. Good, good. You got you're, you. You're the only one who didn't do your top four as well. You know that, right? Oh, okay. Okay. And he has a little so, sneak peek also, just just to let you know. Yeah, you have the advantage. You got a great so advantage. Has to be right. So I'm, I'm going, I'm going back to my original. Okay. okay. Not after watching the first four games. Yeah. So I got to go back to no, what... No, no. Do what you want right do now. Do what you what want now. We'll give you the chance. He's just saying yeah. that so he doesn't feel... No, we'll give it to you. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it's not right. Because no, you guys... Yeah. No, I don't like this cop out. <laughs> I don't like this you guys cop out. I want his prediction now. Right now. Oh, gee. Nobody knows what you said before. Say it now. Guys, you know we've dedicated our lives to Serie A. It's a league that we love the most, and now OneFootball is behind that. No one is bringing you closer to Serie A than OneFootball. For the first time ever, very soon, you are going to be able to purchase digital video moments, a collection of some of the best iconic things that's ever happened just, in the Serie A. And not just in history, present, and even in the future, 
Maybe we could see Vlaovic's goal that he scored over against Roma, a beautiful free kick. Or even that Tammy equalizer with that beautiful header. Maybe you could buy him, you could sell him, you can trade him. Marco, there's infinite things you could do with these. So once you have it, it's yours and you decide what you want to do with it. And it's for the Serie A, for the Coppa Italia, and for the Supercoppa Italiana. Oh the link to the area marketplace is in the description. I already signed up. I'm going to be honest with you. Did, did you sign up? I didn't sign up. I'm planning to do it right after this Big video. Mistake. But the Big thing, mistake. The thing is, if you want to be on the waiting list, it's not out yet, but it's going to be out very soon. Make sure to register. It looks like Marco's ahead of me. I got to get on that ASAP. Take a break from the podcast, register, and then go back to the podcast. Guys, if you are Serie A fans, discover this together with us. It's going to be the first time ever. This has never happened before. So we don't know the landscape yet. Click the link in the description, and now let's go back to the podcast. All right, so if I do it now, I'm going to change it. Okay. Oh, there is the no. flipper. Just say yes. Oh. Yeah, Just say yes. Go. Say yes, okay. All right. <laughs> I say yes. So I'm going to put Milan first. Yeah! Ooh, wow. I'm going to put uh, Juventus second, Roma, and Inter. Wow. I think, I what think, is what? going on? What? That's me. You're That's overreacting me. from one match no, against Lazio. No, you're not. Wait, did he put Inter third place? Fourth. Fourth, I put also, I had Roma first place. That's crazy. You do not like Simone Inzaghi. I don't like him at all. He does not like Simone Inzaghi. He screwed up everything. All the changes, he screwed it all up. He, he did He's get out coach learning. this weekend. S Simone Inzaghi, he, he doesn't know how to... Um, to have the team ready for the for every game for every Sundays. Wait, explain because I actually really like Simon Inzaghi. You like it, but he does not motivate the team. I mean, you with the team that he had against Lazio. I mean, Lazio played a great game, and they still have the leading scorer. They still having a great midfield. But come on, you got to play a better game than that. Simone does not have it. He's not a big time coach. He does not motivate his players. He does not prepare him game after game. Can I push back on that a little bit? Yeah. The last four times that they played Lazio at home, they won three out of the four, and they tied one they time. They played Lazio where? In Lazio. They, in Lazio's home. Inter won. Yeah. No, 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 no. Lazio won. Lazio. Oh, Lazio, Lazio won. won three out of four times. The other time is a tie. Oh, okay. So it's nothing unusual that they slip up against Lazio. They've had their number for the past couple Listen, of years. Listen, we're not discussing stats over here. We're discussing the game. No, we of are the because, because if you go back, I think they beat Conte's team when they were at home where they tied them. Like they've had those slip ups. Because mm. I know you like Conte. You're saying the Heat set the team out, but Lacho's mm. done really well at home against Inter. Maybe just a curse, to be honest. Yeah, who Maybe was the coach? Zaghi. <laughs> but that was I have to admit that was one of the best games that I've seen I think it's the best game that I saw all year we were watching it together and it was a thrill back and forth intense both sides going forward both sides trying to score goals Lazio went up first Inter came back and I thought you know I said to myself I said you know what I think this is where Lazio is going to pull out you know they'll, they'll sit back a little bit they're not going to try to score a second goal man it was completely wrong the substitutions from Maurizio Sarri were perfect. Luis Alberto and Pedro, when they're wow. fit, they have to play every single minute of every I mean, match. The, the guys are very talented. But going going back to Inzaghi, okay, he's winning. He's winning one nothing. I he, he the team starts well. They're playing well. He's winning one nothing. What he does, he slows down the game. Mm. Every pass is. To this side, 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 to this side, to this side, to this side. Yeah. Very, very Backwards. slow. 
I mean, come on, you're winning one nothing. you got to close the game. And then what happens? He ties the game. As soon as he ties the game, then all of a sudden the urgency to start playing fast again. Yeah. And then he's lucky that he wins. Uh, he won the game at the last minute. Yeah, I think but that's a saying, big case. Was on the, you're saying Lecce. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But, I mean, I remember the game. He slowed down the game. Why? Why? I, I see other coaches, hey, you won nothing. You got to put pressure. You got to get that second goal. You got to you got to close out the game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. Which uh, is uh, what Roma uh, was, has been doing. Mm -hmm. But uh, Roma got outplayed by Juventus. We're going to talk about it later or you want to talk about we'll it? We'll do Lazio. Let's finish Lazio. Oh, Lazio. Okay, we'll do Lazio. Okay. For, for Nzagi, I, I agree with you. I feel like something holds him back when he plays... Uh, pretty like a top six squad when he's up he does he does everything he can so he he changes his plans it turns the complete opposite and then he does scramble if they do manage to concede and I feel like they've been let off the hook a lot of times because they do manage to score winners in the last five ten minutes of the game so it looks like all the problems are fine but in reality if you kind of dissect the problems I think Inzaghi has to do a better chance of not completely changing the whole tactics of a game after being up 1-0 because it always looks like they're susceptible to concede a goal you know their defense is all locked in the back the other team gets more chances the whole momentum shifts and changes throughout the game i do think this is something of inzaghi that's his sort of philosophy because even at lazio we kind of seen how he played like that and i know you were never happy about that but i'm scared to, I'm scared to think if if this is also going to bite him, if he's going to play like this last, like he did last season, and if it's going to bite him in the butt also, because he plays this kind, kind of style, where he had like a rut of two months and couldn't motivate his team like you were saying. But why is he I, lucky? I he why is he lucky to win late? Maybe his teams are just... For me, there's always that urgency. Like, even in the last minute against Lecce, you say they got, they got off the hook. Be, but I disagree. I think that the, the inter-team, for the most part, this game... Was was on the side. Uh -huh. The match was it was a bad match from Inter, and at the same time, it was an unbelievable game from Lazio to give them the, the credit. For me, Inter always looks like a hungry animal that's starving. They always want to go for it, and sometimes too much. I think that Inzaghi, I like Inzaghi a lot. This game, he screwed up. He screws up on his substitutions because number one, starting Gallardini instead of Hakancha Anolu, I still can't wrap my head around it. Subbing out Dumfries. I mean, yeah. a few of those decisions don't make sense, and that's more so my worry with him because last year he did the same thing. His substitutions always, almost always are wrong. That's a bad part of him. But for me, he still sets his team up in the right way. And the reason why they lost that match is because Lazio were phenomenal. I have not seen, uh, like, a, the coaching lesson between Sadi and, and Zaghi was great. Sadi's team had so much courage. They had so much courage. They played the game the right way. The touches, you saw a couple of the times they did one touch oh, between the, the three of them. Three, three, four players. You know what the different thing this year about Lachu is? Defensively, they're a lot more solid. They're closing down the space. Patrick looked, has done really good. Romagnoli as well. Uh, their left back, Mauricic, not as much. But overall, there's a little bit be better of a balance yeah. with the team. And Chido Immobile wasn't even on the score sheet. They have the players. They're playing the right style. For me, that was Lazio just having Inter's number. They played the right match. Inter physically still is not there yet. I think the way you talk and your body language, I think you are kind of one of the chew up the words that you already spit it out when we already had the prediction, you, me, Mike, and Peter. So I think you took 
you went too far fast in in guessing that Inter will be winning the the campionato. I think you two, you give Inter the, the well, first place. Your, One second. I still stick by that 100%. Okay, you, stick, you keep sticking, I like that. So, <laughs> Catano for the first time, he admitted that AC Milan is probably the squad that has got the best uh, mentality because that's what you need. You need to be prepared for the game. No. Because you can have the best player, but if you're not ready to play, you're going to get smacked, okay? Now, going back to the Lazio's game, the way Lu uh, Lautaro scored, it was a dirty touch. I mean, they were pressing, but it was nothing a spectacular goal that you could say, wow, Pedro scored a spectacular goal. Luis Alberto scored a spectacular goal. And the first goal on the cross from... Uh, from uh, what's his name over there? Uh, Felipe Anderson? Felipe, uh, yeah. Oh, Milankovic gave him uh, what, what a ball. A beautiful head. Three incredible. beautiful goals. Yeah, yeah, it's like a... in Italiano, we say gol da manuale. You take, you move the ball around, go to the left, cross the ball, the guy's ready down the line. Boom. That was great. Yeah. Andanovic, no chances. What did he do, Pedro? Same thing, coming from the left. He's coming on the left, it was that late, and it just comes straight into the middle. I, I, I think. Tiragiro, no chances no, for that. Uh, and Danovic looked lost. I think nobody put Lazio in the, in the top four. I did put but it I on the top I, five. I, I, you don't. I still don't have them in the top four. Yeah, yeah. I think that they'll have to do something extraordinary I mean, to they, get to the they, top yeah, four. They Who's have the game? players. They have the talent. Yeah, they definitely uh, do. In midfield, they have the talent up, up front. They've been having the leading scorer. So, like you said. They have this guy on the fullback. is so fast. Lazzari. Lazzari. I mean, he yeah, goes up and down, up and down. And he was soft. So hmm. the the problem has been, uh, you know, in in the in the defense. So if the defense is going to improve, hey, and not even that. Hey, they, they, they already are improved over yeah, the first three games. They've done really the good. Four. They, is Luis Felipe still on the squad, or they got rid of him? Nah, he's gone. He's, gone. he's, he's not like, that good. He, he got sold. But and the thing, some, yeah, go ahead. The other big uh, mist uh, not mistake. The other big. Uh, talking point is why I didn't put Lazio on top four was because of Sari. I was saying, this guy's going to take forever for the for his uh, philosophy to go through. He always got in a few scuffles with a few players that he didn't want. You know, he wanted sold and all that stuff. So it was a huge question mark for me. But if they can keep this up, this is just one game. They did look exciting. They look fun. They look good. They look like Sari kind football. If they can keep this up, they could definitely challenge for a top four. But just one game. I want to see in a, a few mm -hmm. games in a row, especially against a lesser opponent because that's when I, they tend to not play themselves. They're pretty inconsistent. So I'm saying in that. It's, it's pretty so, normal. The last results against Inter have all been exactly. pretty much the same. It's yeah. more so in these other matches that they need to stay motivated. But great signs. And what what you said about Sadi and sometimes not getting along with the players. I think that Luis Alberto is a great example of a player who wanted to leave. He realized that he is staying at Lazio now, and he's put his head down. He's trying to work hard, and every time when he comes off the bench, he brings a quality that, for me, those kind of players, they represent what I love about the game. Their touches, like even the simple things that he does is so beautiful. So selfishly, I want a player like that to always be on the and field. Game changer too. Anything, by the way, you know what I noticed? Because you guys know that we have a coffee sponsor now. The loser is always supposed to make the coffees. What did you put? You, you pointed to yourself. No, no, no. Peter Wait. was supposed to be oh, here okay. to make the coffees. I think that's why he decided not well, to come. Well, since Caetano is sitting on, on the Peter's chair, so he's the loser. He's the loser of the day. So go make me a nice Sia. Uh, what do you mean? What are you talking about? We won the cup yesterday. Oh my God. <laughs> well, we did win football today, right? Oh, yeah. Hey, football. Football doesn't count. What do you mean? This. You can't, you can't not on this. Rematches, rematches, what? rematches. So what it's supposed to be, it's got to be between me and Mike because. I mean, you it's supposed to be losing, but tie, or we say not winning. Right. So you I made win. it last week, but you, we'll let you guys decide. <laughs>
Allora, you know what? I want you to make me the coffee, okay? okay? <laughs> nice and creamy, the same way you did it the other day. Beautiful. No, guys, I'm, I'm telling you. All right, Mike, I want you to make the coffee. <laughs> co listen, Gatano, the coffee is good. I'm not, we're not here making a commercial. If the coffee stinks, stinks. The coffee is very good. All right. <laughs> I haven't tasted it If yet. the coffee is not good, I'll be the first you time in front that. of the camera. No, I didn't taste no, it. No, you yeah, didn't. This not. is the same one that we, we made you. Oh, you didn't taste no, it. No, you're not. I didn't yeah, taste it. Yeah, we had I'm going to make you taste one. Um, yeah, it's true. Even though you lost, I'm going to make you taste the coffee. Okay. You're going to make it? No, Mark is going to make it. <laughs> I'm okay. going to make it. Uh, Mike, yeah. say everything, and uh, and then we need to get. Uh, we'll go on to the next stop. Yeah, we also have the uh, cultural coffee cam over there. Our boy, uh, Nick. If you see on the sides, you can see Marco making it. But uh, in the meantime, yeah, I definitely want to see Gaetano's uh, reaction. No, hey, he's, he's, I know he's going to like it because I know. Uh, it's going to be good. Anto just come, coming for the coffee. He's not even coming for the games anymore. He's just coming uh, I do. to have a, true. a shot of a The first thing that I do as soon as I land into the, the studio over here, can you make me a cup of coffee? Am yeah. I lying? Uh, am I lying, Marco? No, I mean, you're saying. Marco, am I lying? What do you mean? It uh, make me a cup of coffee. Who makes you a cup of coffee? Mike? Sometimes Mike, sometimes Marco. He changes it. it <laughs> depends who's here. You know? I gotta learn how to make it myself. Guys, just in case rarely AC Milan loses a game, I gotta do it. <laughs> oh boy, that's a big thing too. Now, now, there's gonna be more on the line if your team loses. So, yeah. And now Peter lucked out. That, that's hey, what Peter do. Can, you, can loses, you use my AC Milan cup? Up. Marco, can you use my AC Milan cup? <laughs> he said no. Why not? It's gonna taste even better. <laughs> the champions of uh, the coffee of champions over here. So guys, we have the link in the description for Siag's coffee. Definitely check it out over there. What is the link, Mike? What is the link? In the top of the description, uh, we have some people that uh, send us pictures that they're getting, getting it already and they are liking it. This coffee is from Napoli too, so you know it is good. Cafe Napoletano. It's, uh, it's top of line. Go ahead, And Mike. it's a sponsor of Palermo. So nice. that's how you know. So all the Sicilians, Napolitani are going to jump up on this and it's actually really good. We're extremely picky, especially you guys with coffee. With uh. all this, Ludovico too is extremely tough. But uh, I think we got the stamp of approval for them. And Antonio gave his stamp. Uh, Peter gave his stamp. Me and Marco gave his stamp. And I want to see Gaetano giving his stamp. Listen, Italians, they're very fussy about coffee. If the coffee is not good, the, the, the stamp of approval is not there. So for this Siak, I gave you my full, full, full stamp of approval. But That's my coffee is not here yet. It's coming. It's coming. Coming on the way. But yeah. we do have midweek games too before we go into the next though. We have midweek games coming up too. I don't know if you guys knew. Surprise, starting tomorrow, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. We got games coming up. So Serie never ends. We don't have to Ooh. wait till the weekend. We're going to see that. And it looks creamy, Anto. Oh my God. Look at this. Yeah, it does. Looks good, right? Good? Yeah. Oh my it's God, nice. it's all cream, guys. Cheers. Yo, you rarely cheer with a cup of coffee, but this, this deserves a cheer, Mike. Mm. Unbelievable. How was that? Tutto crema. What did you say, Paisa? Very good. Mm. So what else caught your mind? Okay, so I only drink one type of coffee in, in my office, and it's one of the top coffees in Italy, but I must say, this is good. This is really good. First time trying what, it too. What else uh, caught your eye? You, you said Roma. You said Roma got outplayed. Um. So I watched... I watched the game and I thought that Roma, I took Roma to win the championship at the beginning of the season. But the game that I saw against Juventus, man, Juventus outplayed them. They put pressure on, the, they, couldn't get out of, they couldn't get out of their own area, Roma. 
in the first half. They couldn't get out. And they got talent and they got players. <coughs> so I like the way um, Allegri put the team on the field. I like the, this mentality. I like the way he prepared the game. And Mourinho got outplayed in this game. He was lucky because the only thing that they did was that corner kick. That was nothing else. Mm -hmm. Yeah, You're they right. came away with the same points as Juventus. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you got, sometimes you got lucky. And I think in this game, they got lucky. Or, I don't know, I, I think that this is a game, I, I agree with you that first half Juventus was, was really good. I like the way that they played. I think second half, I, I didn't see as much. I think that's where they dipped. I don't remember real chances. I think the intensity went yeah. much lower from Juventus. Um, and Roma never got into the game, Def but defensively they had a, a solid match. Defensively, mm -hmm. not that many chances. And I think that Roma's mentality has been to suffer. And Mourinho came out already and said, we played horrible. He said, Tammy Abraham played horrible. He said, when I went into the first half, when I went into the locker room, I, it was a shame I was that, right? ashamed to be your coach. But guess what? They came away with a tie in Torino. They yeah. came away with a tie. Juventus, not good enough to be able to push to that next level to score the second goal, to finish their chances, well, to set Vlaovic up enough. Well, they came close. They, they came very close to, to scoring the second goal. But they, they got a bad break on the um, Locatelli goal. Mm -hmm. you know? It was a beautiful setup, but they came a little bit short. But I think they're in the right track. Juventus is in the right track. From what I saw the week before, I was very disappointed. And now I think that little by little is going to make some adjustments. And when a few of the other players um, come into the come on to play, I think that the team is going to get better. If they come healthy, Mi Miretti played. Mm -hmm. I oh, thought he played. I thought yeah. he, he did a, yeah. a very good job for somebody that uh, you know is coming. Uh, nineteen years old. Nineteen years old. You know, from I, th I thought he did a very good job. And I think that uh, in the midfield, little by little, if we'll adjust it, um, I think they will do well. I think Miretti was the best player. He was, Juventus. definitely. By First far. half, he was phenomenal. And the second half, again, more of a dip. I didn't see as much, but he was aggressive. He was probably the only creative spark for the team. He, I remember a couple of times he went into challenges, like tough challenges where... Uh, sometimes the, I've been criti I criticize Juventus for not having that that intensity, that will, that desire to to go forward. Because when you think about the match against Sampdoria, for me it lacked players that really wanted to be there and wanted to play. He was there to show to everyone, like, hey, I you don't have to go out and look to find another player. Yeah, I'm here on the bench, even though I'm 19, even though I was playing with the Primavera team, I could come in and play great. And credit to Allegri, who after the match said he played like a veteran. I think this kid Miretti, the next match that they play, he has to start because you need to build up the confidence in this sort of young pile. Forget about the other players yeah. that have been on the team that, that are paid a lot more and, and yeah. haven't produced. I want to see, not because he's a kid, not because it's fun, the guy deserves it. Yeah, and he, he, earned, he, started, he, he earned the stripe for the next start. Yeah. Put it this way. And I'm he, not sure. And if he was going against Cristante, and Cristante, there was the one that you, I think you were referring to, I mean, they went in 50-50. He won the ball. Mm. And he took off and he went. Um, no, I, I think Quadrado had a nice chance. Quadrado could have done a little bit better on, on that play. Uh, no, I, I thought that they, uh, even in the second half, 
even though there was not the same intensity. But what did Roma do? Roma did not do much. They didn't. Yeah. They didn't. Up top. Attacking-wise, yeah. Tammy Abraham, Pellegrini, Dybala, all of them did not have a good match. Even Spinazzola. There was not that same creation of chances that we saw with Roma against the lower teams. You know, they only won their matches 1-0, the previous matches. But they created a plethora of chances. Right. You know, a big difference was Zagnolo was not there. Mm. Zagnolo wasn't there to bring the speed to their attack, to run in behind the defenders, to be that other outlet. And I think that they suffered from that. You know, there was it was so defensive. With Matic and Cristante, both of the center midfielders, it's like... They already play with five mm-hmm. defenders because when they're in defensive stage, you're a five. Yeah. Then you got these other two who just sit there and are just trying to clean up, win balls, break up the Matic, play. Matic impressed And it's me. a little bit too, it was too defensive. It was too much of an overkill. I do agree with yeah. you on that But then one. the second half, they changed. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Matic, they, they, Matic they, they went with four. Yeah, they, yeah, did we, we, they did with four in the back. Mm-hmm. Mancini came out. They mm-hmm. went with four in the back. Now, the big question for me is, I compliment Roma a lot this, you know, this season, early season so far. But I really hope it's because of Zaniolo being out and they had to do some makeshifting with their formation and team. Because Roma didn't look like the Roma I seen. It merited it was Juve playing in Torino. But I really hope that it was because of that. And was it because they had like a mental block or kind of scared or, or something like that. Because Mourinho is the kind of coach that wants to... And still, don't be scared of everyone. You know, he's got that. He's got the mentality. It was like, we got to fight them. Us against the world, all that stuff. So I hope it was because they were missing a key player, someone like Zaniolo, to try it in. And they shifted it uh, a lot. But they did manage to get a draw, which is, I think, if you ask them before the match to get a draw in uh, at Torino against Juventus, I think you take it. Not according but just to Mourinho. Way, I, Mourinho, before the match, said, we are not going there to get a draw. We're going to the win. Mm-hmm. And when you say well, that, I, yeah, and then yeah. the performance, it was I two different it. things. It's just the performance for me. It did not look good. Even though they got the result was good, the performance wasn't. And there's still, it's still a building project, obviously, and I want to see them. I saw one going. thing after the they scored the goal, after Abraham scored the goal. Um, Dybala tried to go towards uh, Tammy to... Uh, and Tammy took off, and then Dybala never went back to uh, to Tammy. Celebrate with him? Yeah. You know what, I think those I, I two things... I don't know if that means anything, but... Nah. Maybe you just didn't no, want to celebrate in front of Juventus. You did you say, okay, did you, you, no, 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 okay. You know what Tammy did after? No. After the goal, it, uh, maybe this was his way of making up. He was screaming, Paolo, Paolo, and then he blew him a kiss. Oh, you did? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't see I that. Just yeah. didn't, he didn't, I don't think he wanted to celebrate in front of Juventus. Listen, I think that was the main thing. I watched the game. But he was going towards Tammy. Yeah, Tammy maybe thought about off. it. Maybe thought about it. You guys are both speculating. I, I just told you what happened. Tammy Abraham blew him a kiss. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Listen, okay. I watched the game. I yeah, see I'm those, happy with that. Those two teams <laughs> struggling. <laughs> those two teams struggling to find their identity. Allegri has been criticized to be too much defensivista. So all of a sudden he set up a game to be into the offense and they're starting to crush Roma. On the first half, they played a spectacular game. I have to be very impressed with Miretti and all the, the rest of the squad and the attacking style that they had instead of just uh, waiting on their, uh, on their mid, uh, midfield and just going on, on the counter. This time... It was a total different game in the first half. The second half, like Marco said, and I, I agree with him 100%, uh, you know, once, the, once Roma tied the game, everything did slow down. And then both teams were afraid to take the, to take the, the, to go to the next step to say, okay, let's try to win the game. So they're starting to bring all of the, the, the best player out. The mm-hmm. Bala was subbed. All of their best midfielder were subbed. Same thing did Juventus. So the game was over 
20, 15, 20 minutes before the to end. To be fair, though, Juventus put in, Allegri put in Milik and Vlaovic to both play together. And he put in McKenney, who's an attacking midfielder, who's a more attacking midfielder. So I think Allegri wanted to win the game. I just think that the team didn't respond to it. Then at a certain point, he put even Moise Keenan. So I think Allegri wanted to win the match. He was going for it because you're in Torino. Roma were not playing great. Thing he wanted to go for I just didn't see that same sort of intensity yeah, yeah. it could be physically all these teams are starting to shape up but I don't think you could read too much into it on either side on the Roma mm -hmm. side mm -hmm. I'm impressed with them that they got a point and for Juventus you can't you know it's better than what last week was but last week's bar was set so low that almost anything could have been better you just brought up the name of Milik do you think that those two players that can play together Milik and uh, they have the same position technically him and uh, and Vlaovic so what he's gonna do out. I'm not sure if you Alleg Allegri said that. I mean, Emilio like said the same two, thing that we're going to see two. if we could play together. So, so what do you think? Atari? I think you're, when you're, you're in in uh, desperation mode, you need to score a goal. Why not? You put two people up there. I mean, Giroud and Ibrahim, uh, Ibrahimovic, they play together sometimes. Mm -hmm. You know, if you need to score a goal and you got 15 minutes to go, 20 minutes to go, why not? Mm -hmm. You know, and then uh, also Vlaovic likes to come back a little bit. Mm -hmm. He comes back. He checks in all the time. At that point, Milik can go inside and vice versa. One other really quick topic. Danilo started as a center back, where I actually think he's better as a center back than he is as a fullback these days. But more so just brings a question. You know, there was this, the kid Gatti, who was best defender in Serie B, all this and that. Last week, Allegri chose Rugani over him. This week, he chose not only Rugani, he chose Danilo over him, who's, again, not the natural position. I don't know what it says about how Gatti's been in training. You hear many things, but I thought it was an interesting thing that we have to, you know, watch out for to see if this kid Gatti is anything, if it's all uh, if it's all smoke or and no flame. Oh my God, listen, Marco, Marco, let me just say something to you. If he had the guts to put Miret inside, have the guts to put Gat inside. But maybe he's not been good at Maybe he's not been good at No, no, no. no, no, no. Not against Dybala, Tami, Pellegrini. Again, why? Because he's too young. He doesn't have the experience. Maybe he wasn't confident. Maybe he wasn't confident. He's just not experienced. 26, 25. Okay, that means... You're talking about experience, and he probably felt more comfortable with Danilo, who has been playing... For a while. Let me give you something to you. Kalulu was young too when he was brought in from the Primavera. He's been point. plugged on the right on uh, prima uh, on the right on the, as a right defender. Yeah, All of a sudden, he's becoming one yeah, of the best centers of the Kalulu, when he came in, who did he have? He had Romagnoli, so it was not that much of a <laughs> you know <laughs> competition. You say, yeah, right? yeah. Well, I mean, we had yeah. Romagnoli, and he had the Tomori too. So, uh, yeah, and then so the, he, with the Tomori, he's, saying, he's saying the only person that Kalulu had to be better than was Romagnoli. Yeah. Well. Okay. Over here, you have. You have Who do you have? You had, you had the league oh, last year. Yeah, but the league is not you here Bonucci, anymore. You had Bonucci, you had Kellini. What do you mean? Yeah, Bonucci was not. Was I not think you wanted Danilo. to plug him in, Gatano. Maybe plug he just doesn't think he's that good. Maybe he huh? just doesn't think he's, he's that, just not good. that good. Yeah, maybe he's just not that good. No, Allegri doesn't take chances with players that are not established that they haven't won a competition. I'm sure he's going to give him a chance. When he's going to be forced to, because when he has two, three defenders that are going to be all injured, that's what he's going to be. Put him in. You brought up Kalulu. I think it's a good transition to talk about Milan. You won 2-0 against Bologna. Bologna, I don't know if they even showed up to play the match. They were true. They played. No, they did not play at all. <laughs> Bologna, Bologna did nothing they in that played. game. They, I don't think they had a single shot on target. I'm pretty sure they had not one single shot on target. Uh, uh, Milan was in cruise control for most of the game. They won 2-0. Good on layout to get on the score sheet. I think he needed, you know, even though it was a, an awkward goal, needed to put the ball in the back of the net. Bakalulu impressed me a lot. There was one play that he won the ball back. He made the run, 
the Catalare sent the ball in and he nearly, I mean, it was like a defender's finish, but he still went for that. Bacalulu mm. is stepping up big time. Mm -hmm. I think this year, we already know him. We know him. But I think everyone is going to see the qualities that Kalulu has this season. And there's this kid. And as soon as I saw him... The Cadillac? The, the, the Cadillac. The Cadillac. They call it the Cadillac because oh, it's a luxury car. Oh, okay. we, we, we Nobody don't. calls him that except Antonio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Cadillac. All right. This kid is... Uh, he has a different... Uh, the way he runs, he runs different. The way he touches the ball is different. His vision is different. The way he touches uh, tech, technical, man, this kid has got everything. And he's what, 19 years old? 20. He's 20 years old? Yeah. And then he gave a nice ball that to Leao. He gave a beautiful ball beautiful. to Leao. I mean, the guy, he, he feels like, you know how difficult it is to play San Siro? I have heard big players, top big champions, they said it's, the ball is so heavy when you play mm -hmm. San Siro. It's very difficult. And this kid, Did his like first nothing. start, boom, boom, left, right, boom, boom. First time in Serie A. Uh, all over the so places. The, team, the only thing that I, I, I could say, and maybe this is just me, I don't know how you guys feel. I feel like Leao, he's just running. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's just, he's playing like, I don't know if he's playing 100%. No, he's not. And but he still goes through people. Yeah, he still scores exactly. a goal. He said, like, hey, "If this guy will go at a hundred percent, man, how good how good can he be? Is mm. it just my impression? Yeah, or is no, he's gonna he's gonna heat up as the, as the season goes on. I think that's what he did last year. Yeah. He started to peak while the season was ending. I think he's someone who's got to get back into it. I think Pioli had a lot of guts last week to, to pull him, him out in the seventieth minute, or maybe even a little bit before that. Yeah. And it made him wake up because I saw more of this match. I saw mm. the, the game against Bologna. I saw him track back a little bit. The Their last game against Atalanta, I totally agree. I saw that, that he's... And sometimes he does do that because he's so good that in a moment, he's yeah. the type of player that with one ball at his foot, yeah. he, he can, can change the match. So he's really yeah. good at that. But to get back to your point about De Catalare, I you said it perfect. The thing that impressed me the most is the guy is starting for the first time in San Siro, and he looks like he's been there for... A year, two years, the confidence that he has to play his game, technically, he is such a good player. He's got the speed. He's got the vision. He looks out for the passes. And he's a big boy, too. He's not a small player. Mm -hmm. He doesn't get pushed off the ball. We said it before that if Maldini goes out and signs a player for that kind of money, it's for a real reason. I totally agree. That position for Milan was lacking. You guys found the right player. Gattano, let, let me see if you saw what I saw on the game. Did you see that ben, Benasser and Tonali, they were they were uh, helping him out uh, because many times they were looking for him. So they were doing the one-two, one-two. And then uh, when the guy was, uh, was on the position to dribble and things like that, but uh, they were looking for him all the time. They got him involved on the play until his confidence builds, you know, build up, gets, uh, gets uh, to the maturity level. And I... Just watch, watch the next few games. I think this guy is going to come big w for us against the big team because Bologna, like you said, it was a walk on the park for us. But I wanted to see this De Catalare with, uh, against the Inter, which is coming up soon. And against maybe Juventus, Roma, Napoli. Those are the, 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 the position that I wanted to see him uh, excel. And believe me, this guy here is not afraid to take the to take you one on one. He's not at all on the speed. Have you seen the way he threw, he threw, the, he threw the ball right in front of a, yeah. of a, the, the little guy that defends? My God, the ball was little behind guy. him. He threw the ball in front of him, and then uh, he that passed him nice. like uh, without even uh, signing, yeah. uh, putting the signal on uh, on on the card. <laughs> he just he went right signal. in front of him. Yeah. So I said, "Wow, what the hell is that?" So 
Yeah, I was in Pranto. I was pretty impressed with him. Even though Milan, Milan, it was all Milan. Even though the two goals came from Bologna making mistakes, I think they were just nervous because Milan were just that much better than them. Uh, but uh, Catellare, he he looked he looked good. He's he, it looks like he Milan he, didn't play made, a great game. I to feel be like, honest, with I you. feel like he's made a little bit different. But they got they're gonna help Leao a lot more because now all the balls are gonna go on the left side. I feel like. He's gonna help the them distribute the assists more, the goals, and and a lot of the danger for the opposition. But I still see Milan heat up on that right side, and they still haven't gotten anyone. So that's still a big question mark for me. Still improvement from last season, but still they need someone on that right. They're wing not getting anybody. Where they're lacking. They're so I'm, I'm gonna well, see. Gaetano, oh, this is a question he only, for he only you. says that he's happy. He's happy with Messias yeah. and Salah makers. But Marco, let me ask you. So they're not getting you. anybody on the right. Tactically, tactically, if you have to defend against AC Milan, knowing that that this the Catalan has got the speed and he's got the vision, what do you do? You cannot really focus on and double up Giroud. You have to just go and, and take this guy here out of the game. So AC Milan has got so many options right on top because you got Leia on the left. Well, if you if Teo Hernandez is doing the one two with this guy here, so those are two already. You have the Catalan on the middle. You cannot really double up a lot of people on AC Milan when they are attacking so one 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 at a time all the time is going to be finding himself free and everybody takes a shot I see Calabria taking a couple shots Ben Asser takes shots a lot of people take shots so on AC Milan we're not relying on the forwards to score for us you, you so know what's, can you, you know what's can interesting you about that what? the interesting thing is that Giroud actually helps open that space big time for everyone to run in behind mm -hmm. because I think one of the aspects to Giroud's game that is so underrated and I know he he gets headlines because he scores important goals he scores beautiful goal the scissor kick was a beautiful goal right and he's he scores the winners against Inter all this Napoli but his hold-up play is so strong he gets the ball and you're not taking it off of him he lets the rest of the team come forward and then they have so many different yeah. aspects to their attack that can help yeah. them score goals that he'll allow the Catalade to get into that space yeah. Salamakers can you see the board from the, the TV you want to take uh, the board? You want me to bring it? No, no. no. Can. can can they see what it is oh, right yeah, now? Yeah, we can in the middle. You can. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, I, I just wanna. You gotta talk. Okay. Well, let's. Uh, I'll keep uh, the red. That's AC Milan red, right? Yeah, yeah. I'll keep Good. The AC Milan red. Right? And that's Inter. So you got Giro. Just take it. Just take it. Here. Sit there. Sit there. Okay. Sit where you were. So. I got it. What, this way? Yeah. All right, so so when you have Lea Howe right here, you got Lea Howe that goes up, and you got Giro here. You see the counter is here. Yeah. So who's going to pick him up? Yeah. If this guy comes and picks him up. Then this guy's free. You know, you're leaving this guy one-on-one. -on -one. Mm -hmm. So what do you do? Okay, maybe I stay back. So who's going to pick him up? He's got to be one of the midfielders mm -hmm. that, that, that picks him up. You know, if you pick him up with one of the midfielders, then Tonali is going to be all alone. Yeah, he's and then when, when Tonali gets the ball and this guy goes here, he's in a perfect position. He'll find the space here and he could hurt a lot of teams. That's what I was trying to, yeah, a great, great show because that's what I was trying to, to say in, in uh, verbally. But again, I see Milan has got so many options. Uh, we not only rely on Giroud, but we rely on just an, uh, about anybody so from what, the midfield and up to take shots. What you to said about shots. Tonali? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's true. Because, you know, if you go to, to Tonali, he'll give the ball to the Gandola. If he goes to that, then he, they'd be alone. You know, they'd be free. So but it's, you, it's you know what the best thing is? I think that's, that's the difference this year, is the options that Milan have coming off of the bench. 
And I think Pioli has set the right environment within the team where he said, make the decision tough for me. Your job, as an, especially he said the attackers, because the attackers is where you have the depth, the defense can't change. Make my decision hard. Go out there and make me have to think all week, who am I going to start? Because Rebic will go into training and score goals. Origi is still there, who's got Champions League experience, played for Liverpool. Giroud is there. Salamakers versus Messias. Brahim Diaz versus De Catalare. The left side, okay. Leao's always going to start. But that's the real strength I see in Milan, that even last year, they didn't have as much. They were, you know, towards the end of the season, they figured it out and they had players that had depth. But I think this year it took to an, another level. So good job by Milan. Marco, they bounced AC back Milan and they won after their tie starter. against Atalanta. AC Milan has got, not 11, he's got 15 <laughs> starters. They can start at any time. So four of those that they are on the field at the same time, they can just be subbed at any time at the same level and producing just about same quality Relax. of sucks. And Relax. the last thing is Telling I want right to say now. about AC Milan, good job by my friend Paolo Maldini. Mm -hmm. Because... I mean, you have you competing with Real Madrid, Barcelona, Manchester City, PSG, Man United, but he was the one that went and got this kid. You know, this kid could have gone to probably any of those teams, yeah. and probably they would have paid more money. But definitely, good job. West, West Ham was uh, was uh, offering them a lot of money, a lot more. Good money. job by Paolo to get him and to get the job done. That's what makes the difference. All right, what other team we gotta talk about? We have to talk about AC Milan. We just we talked just about it. I know, I know, I'm just joking. Who's, uh, I know it's painful, Napoli. but it is. Let's right. talk about Napoli-Fiorentina. Oh, Fiorentina-Napoli. Zero, zero, intense match though, either way. Both teams, uh, Fiorentina pressed Napoli, my gosh. I missed the game live, but I, wa I watched it back I watched this it morning. It was insane. Oh my gosh, the, the pressing from Fiorentina, it like kind of suffocated Napoli. And they were running like they had three lungs each player. Because my biggest thing is, I thought this game, I didn't think Fiorentina were going to do, I didn't think they were going to get a tie. I thought Napoli were going to win because Fiorentina has gone back to back. They've had to play every couple of days. They had Serie A, Conference League, Serie A, Conference League again, which they passed through and they're, they're going to go through. They got out of the playoffs. And then they have to play against Napoli. They made, I, th I believe it's 20 seven or 28 changes he's had to make to the lineup italiano mm -hmm. where fiorentina doesn't have a, a a squad as deep as some of the other teams the fact that he was able to do that and still be able to get um you know a result at home maybe attacking wise they need to improve they need to create more chances but defensively i thought their team looks even more solid than last year considering this was a napoli side that scored nine goals in two games First time that they weren't able to score. Yeah, I think this was a big one too. I think everyone, 90% of the people would have said Napoli to win this game just because they're, they're, <laughs> they're on fire this season. Everyone was talking about Gvaratskelia uh, and all this stuff. Osman looking good. Lozada. Just the whole team clicking. But Fiorentina, just when you thought, just Marco said it perfectly, I think you're thinking first time, you know, back in Europe in a while. Well, they know how to balance it. They're doing all these changes. Yeah, they're playing in Florence, but Napoli's uh, the most informed team right now. But they did a great job. Really minimized the chances that they had. Napoli didn't really do much. Oshman uh, got the ball in the back of the net, but it was taken away, obviously, for being offsides. But they really did not let them breathe. Every... There was no production being done from Napoli's midfield to attack. There wasn't the same... 
kinds of people that got got uh, that that were being dangerous to the opposition. And I think Italiano did it great. Really did his homework there. Did not let them slip up. And this is very interesting from Fiorentina because if they manage to balance Europe and La Serie, I think they can go far in Europe too. And I'm excited to see where they end up this season for sure. What do you guys I, think about Napoli? I think uh, I think uh, um, Carasvelia, whatever is his name, Carasvelia. Yeah. Okay, uh, as I said the last week, the last podcast we had, the defender they have to start to pay a lot more attention. They are already watching the video. They know the way this guy <laughs> here moves. So he, good, good for him. He scored three, four goals. He's one of the best scorers so far on the on the campionato. Yeah. But uh, let's just give uh, give some of the defender of the of the big team some time, and then uh, they're going to limit his production in terms of uh, scoring uh, scoring ability. But uh, nevertheless, he did very well uh, yesterday too. I saw Fiorentina pressing very close even when they on no no ball possession Fiorentina was right behind them not too much space they let them not breathe. too much time to think yeah. so uh, as soon as the Napoli got the ball for the, all the defenders they were just closed down just yeah. closed down very quickly no much time to uh you know no much think. space either so uh yeah. I think great job by Italiano is one of my favorite coach again I think that the f- maybe for the first time Fiorentina now when somebody comes off like if you take Icone off mm. I mean you got somebody that goes in uh, and it's just as fast. They got speed with Sotil, Icone, but even Kwame. if Kwame. Kwame. the guy comes out and you put Kwame, Ecome, the guy's He's got good. speed. So yeah. you got to be careful because the guy's going to take off. And uh, uh, Gonzalez, what are you? What Nico Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. Is, Nico. is he hurt? Because I didn't yeah, see he was him. out. He must be hurt. But you know, you also have Nico. So even if you take Sotil and Icone, you can replace him with Gonzalez and Kwame. You know, those are good, fast players and they can hold the ball in midfield Bonaventura is a, mm-hmm. is a good player Amrabat had Amrabat, a great Amrabat, game Amrabat is good and then when Sabonata's ta- not there I know but he, uh, it was, he, 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 no, he he's played. there he came he in yeah. yeah yeah but he didn't start it no no, no he came in you're saying he was a starter no he came in like for 10 minutes or something Bonaventura and who was the third midfielder it wasn't Sabonata Barak and then when they take one of those guys out they have this other kid yeah, with the long hair, I don't remember his name, uh, but I mean they they can they can play they can play yeah. and the, the, the different the the defense also if you take somebody out I mean they got Biragi on one side they got Milankovic, Dodo, Dodo, Milankovic the goalie is not bad so they have some a little bit of depth I guess because of the uh, conference uh, league they have to have if you're playing every three days so for, good job for Napoli I mean you can't you can't win every game. I mean, yeah. that's just the natural cycle. You, They did really good. The say, I see everyone, I think, is just too much one way or another. One result change. Oh, now look, you see Napoli are frauds. They only beat Monza and they beat who's the other team that they scored uh, all those Cremonese, goals against. Whatever. I don't remember who their, their first game. Uh, Elis Verona. Elis Verona. Right? Yeah. I think Five that two. Fiorentina, they played the game really good. Napoli, it's natural that this happens. They had some new players come in. I think Raspadori had a pretty good debut for him i like that he he always tries to shoot he looks to shoot the ball get in between the lines try yeah. to make things difficult forward they were kind of let down for me i mean i know we're saying they didn't have chances but the one that comes to my mind is the lozano one where he's got this header and it's like come on you, you yeah. lozano you've been there for enough yeah. years i never see the guy step up in a way that i'm like all right he's the leader of the team a you've, you've been there before you, you've had enough time to be within napoli that I expect more at this point. And I yeah. think I've seen that production from other players and I don't always see it with Lozano. Maybe he has a good game when everyone's doing great and he's on the right side, but 
when things are not going great, is he the one to step up? No. Do you prefer him over Politano or no? Um, or do you think you should? Because they're obviously they're both. I like Politano wingers. coming off of the bench. I think and, and keeping lots of yeah. I always like Politano to be no, honest. Lozano's got quality. I don't know. I feel like I, I want to see Politano star. Then Lo, uh, I think Lozano's has more acceleration. Him come off the bench, but let's see. His first two games, Lozano played very well. But he's got to continue. Kim that. Kim did uh, really well as well. Kim Minjai, uh, fantastic in the center back position. Uh, and Gisa was getting himself stuck in. So for Napoli, listen, it's normal. You're not going to win every game. And that's why I'm saying sometimes it's like, oh, I feel like this is the way that everyone goes. Oh, Napoli, Napoli yeah, playing yeah. bad. No, there's an opposition who studies the game. They played it the right way. Fiorentina played that's the game it. the right way. Same thing like with Inter. Lazio played amazing. There's 11 men on the other side of the field that study for a week to try to prepare for a match, and they did good. You're not always going to be at your best. You're not always scoring nine goals in two games. So, Marco, how much is preparation? How much is mentality? I think Italiano's bringing both. I think that I see a guy that's serious in, in Europe. And if there's a criticism of Italian teams, I think we could all admit this. We've seen it before. They don't take European competitions as seriously as we should take them. But again, We've seen many times that, uh -huh. especially in the Europa League, I could give an example of, I give two examples. Sadi said that last year Europa League hurt us because we had to focus on that. That shouldn't be the mentality of our teams. Mm -mm. We can't think that it's a lower competition. Let's prioritize Serie A. We have to get away from that. Conte did the same thing with Juventus when they had the final, would have been at Juventus Stadium, 2014. Yeah, 2014, Benfica. I believe it was, right. where he wanted, to, he wanted to break the Serie A record more than he wanted to win Europa League. I think Italiano, even if they're in Conference League, he wants to win the competition. He even said, um, he was. He said, this is the first time that I'm happy with a 0-0. Don't make me get used to this, but two games in a row, we do 0-0, mm. but it's a progression. He's not going to say, oh, I don't have a big team. I can only do in Serie A. I like that from him. So I think he's bringing that kind of feeling to it where even if they lack in quality, because you compare Napoli, you could compare Fiorentina's 11, quality-wise, you'll look at Napoli. But they could still make up for it in other things, which is the ideas, which is the mentality, and which is the, for 90 minutes, making sure that you stay concentrated and you press the team and stick to the game plan. So the motivators, you think Spalletti's a motivator? You're talking about Napoli. Do you think Spalletti's a great motivator compared to Inzaghi? First, he has to show me that he can win something. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think he won in Russia, but I, I, was on, I don't follow Russia. Uh, I want to see him win something. Show yeah. me, and then uh, uh, I will. Uh, so Sari is a motivator. Who's won in Napoli? Definitely, not many have been able Spalletti, to win. no, but Sari, yes, he's a motivator. Sari, yeah. What Sari? Did he win in Napoli? He didn't no, win in Napoli. but he won. He won with Chelsea. He won with Juventus. He won with Juventus. But Come Gaetano, realistically, uh, what for Napoli? That, that doesn't count for me. That doesn't count. Gaetano, okay. for Napoli, what what what's their objective for for the season? You're saying to win, like. Do you, do you expect I them want to him be to win something. What does he want? He has never won anything to me. You know, win a Scudetto, win a cup, win something. You know, so he no, gets there. I mean, I think he's great to, to, to bring you into the Champions League. But then does, that step to win something, does he have the tools? I haven't seen him. Does he have the that, tools that, for the Napoli side to win something? But you're not saying, you're, he was just saying Spalletti. You're, you're asking the example of Spalletti as a coach. And you're saying he has to win. You're not saying he has to win this year with Napoli, the Scudetto. No, no. He has to win. He, he, you <laughs> ask me season. if he's a great motivator. Yes. Okay. But he hasn't won. When he shows me that he can win a Scudetto, he can win a cup, 
Maybe then. He didn't win with Inter. Well, with Inter, I think it's a great example because different. Spalletti was did an amazing job to yeah, get Inter yeah. stable, yeah. get them into the Champions League, and then they were ready for their next coach, which was Conte, to come in and take them to that next step and to actually win. I, but he didn't I win. I agree with that. I, I feel like you're being harsh now. Okay, this season, what's he have to do so he can get your stamp of approval? He has to win. The, the, what's he have to, I want him to win something. <laughs> Okay, it's not good enough to no. bring to bring a team into the Champions League. But let's be realistic. Ma- too, maybe though. for this year, that's what his goal is, and the objective is to be in the Champions League. Yeah. But he has to show me that he can win something. You're just saying mentality. Yeah, mentality wise, right? To be a great coach. Okay. Okay. Even that's though right. they even though they lost Insigne and and, and Koulibaly. So you are saying they, their replacement is they're just worthy of the people that they, they left the team. So are Actually, they, they got better or they got they got just pretty much on the they are on the same on the same situation that they were last year. On your on your uh, your opinion, did Napoli get better? Or well, you know, Kim apparently, according to Marco, is playing extremely well. He had a great so, first game. Yeah, yeah very this Carrasco or whatever is one of the the. the the mm. best uh, so far that we have seen in Serie A. But did, did anybody put him in the in the top four? Napoli? Not well, me. we mm. said this before. I don't we think anybody put him in the top four. We didn't see any matches that when because, we predicted. Is that maybe no. because of Spalletti? This is one of the reasons why I never put him on the top four. Or it could be that you think that there's four of the teams that are better, are better than them. This year, if you take a coin and you flip it yeah. and you say, who's going to finish in the top four, Roma yeah, no, or Napoli? It's, it's, you have just as much of a probability as getting as the coin getting it right as we yeah. do. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, true. Close. it's close. The Serie A is extremely competitive and, and from now, first Especially to if Lazio steps up, it's even yeah. harder. And our opinion changes every round. <laughs> and where is, it, like, where is Atalanta in, the, in all this? Mm. Is Atalanta back? No, they're not back. Okay, I didn't, I didn't see the game, so I don't know. They won 1-0. Yeah, I, 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 didn't, nah. I didn't see anything. So. I, I think Atalanta, they're a tough team to play against yeah. they're a tough team especially i think when they score first they'll just they'll kick you they're physical yeah, they're they make yeah. it they made the game scrapping. so tough they're like all right come here and try to beat us but quality wise to be top four i think that the other teams are better yeah. mm-hmm. i think their styles are better and i think up top they're still lacking a lot atalanta like zapata is it's, the, it's a shade of zapata himself. muriel uh yeah. even lukman didn't have a good game for atalanta this match they got this guy hoyland who I spoke to Fabrizio Romano, who this guy knows like everybody. He said that this kid is is like highly, highly regarded. What's his name? Hoyland. Hoyland. It's spend, almost like they Highland. They spend a Holland. lot of money, right? I think they spent 17 million on him, mm. which is pretty unusual for Atalanta. Mm. Apparently, them getting this deal is was a, a big sign. And he says this kid's going to be good. I don't know. Is there a player that Napoli is missing to win? And is that player Cristiano Ronaldo? Give me a break. <laughs> now, when is the when uh, when is the last day? Today. September first. September first. Today. Why do you say today? Thursday. September first. Whenever September first is. I don't so, um, is there still a chance yes. that it might happen? So the latest reports, you could believe whoever you want. I was reading Gazetta. I read Sky. They say that what would need to happen is Manchester United need to bid a hundred million plus oh, yeah. for Aussie men. men. So that Manchester United will get Osimhen. They'll pay at least two thirds of the salary, so that Ronaldo can go on loan to Manchester United uh, to Napoli, and he would join them. Now they just spent a hundred million on Anthony. Manchester United spent a hundred yeah. million on Anthony, which is too much, ridiculous. From Ajax, what do you mean on loan? So they they're not going to sign Ronaldo outright. They would just give him on loan okay. to Napoli. What happens to Osimhen? 
Osimhen will go to Manchester United for 100 and change. For, 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 yeah, for over over 100 million. Okay. Would you do that deal? No. For Napoli? No. Why I wouldn't would, you do that deal? I would. Dude, that's a lot no. of money. Osimhen, 100 million dollars. Not worth 100 million dollars. That's a lot of euros. money. 100 million euros. Nah. That's, that's a lot of money. For, for 100 million, I will sell Osimhen. 60. It would be nah. way if over. If you get much. over 100 million, I think I. You have to because sell. Uh, there's a Premier League tax. Because if Manchester next United year, comes calling, you have to up the. Because the next year you won't have Osimhen and you won't have uh, Ronaldo. No, but, but you, you have 100 million to pay. You have 100 million to shop around, man. You can go to the best supermarket and and. Log your shopping cart, <laughs> Get your route, right? Uh, I, I think, think it's a great deal. A I, think, I think if you get 100 million or over, that's when I would do it. Are they forced to? No. But I think it's a lot of money for a player that they could probably replace. I, 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 don't, I don't like to lose those men. I think the guy is a great player. I don't want to see him out of this area. So, he's not for that price? So, but I don't, it's not my money. Ozyman is not the only <laughs> the reasons why Napoli is not going to win the campionato. So if he's not going to be the one, take a chance with Ronaldo. Ronaldo is going to score the same amount of goals. I think Ozyman, And he's going to sell you a lot of shirts. So some of the reports are saying that they're still Ronaldo wants to leave so bad Manchester United that there's a chance that they can keep Ozyman and still get Cristiano Ronaldo yeah, as long as Manchester United is okay with paying two-thirds of the uh, salary. That I like. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. That we sold, yeah, but we then, sold. then, then, what do you do? Who you play? Who are you going to sit? I don't think... Ronaldo and okay. Osiman, they play the same good position. Problem what are you going to do? No, 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 no. Ronaldo can play left. He can play the middle. Um, He's not going to play left. Why not? Because yeah. they got Kvara. They got Kvara there. Yeah, Kvara Salian. They wow. say that Spalletti would play Listen, him a little bit behind. If Don't you, you want to win something with Napoli, you need Osman and you need Ronaldo. There we go. Yeah, you cannot have like one guy. But you're not allowed nothing, to change your opinion anymore. Nothing changes. Yeah, they have, have Simeone. But, right, you, you think that uh, Ronaldo can score more goals than Osman? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Ronaldo will 100% Ronaldo will 100 score more goals yeah. than Osman. And man, you ha I'll check how much he scored. He had over 20 goals. See, see how many goals he scored. See how many goals he scored on uh, Man United. Love, honestly, I would love Ronaldo to go to Napoli because oh, it makes him an instant challenger. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Number one, everyone will want to watch Serie A because you can't not want to watch Ronaldo. That's but, number one. But give him three us. other players and keep uh, Ozeman. Number two, Ronaldo guarantees you goals. He brings a mentality. We keep talking about leadership. They lost Koulibaly. They lost Insigne. They lose Fabian Ruiz. Uh, they would get a pretty damn good leader in Cristiano Ronaldo. And I think for Ronaldo, he will get... He's at Manchester United. They're so mad at him right now. The oh, fans know, don't I like know. him. No, he no, walked out of the coach. field. Yeah. No, he started not, the he, last two games on done. the bench. He will get love from Napoli that he never could experience or even he, think of. I, I think he'll be a god there. And I just want to add, he has 24 goals and 39 appearances for Manchester United. For Manchester United. Which is incredible. For Manchester United. Because you have been in shambles recently. Marco, you said number one, number two, number three. I'll give you the number four. Give the me. number four, I would go to Juventus to watch Juventus, to Torino to watch Juventus, Napoli. And I would go to Napoli to watch Napoli, Juventus. Because I want to see Ronaldo <laughs> so badly just hit the ball on the Juventus nets and just see. jump not because i like it <laughs> I, 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 I want to do see no, no. Oh, i cannot uh, do it right uh, now it's the, the ceiling is too uh, it's too low come on man ronaldo will score goals but not against you oh i don't know oh. About that. Can, we, hey, can we just can get, we get him on tape we get ronaldo to join napoli first we need that to happen oh, yeah, nice. i mean i would like that but i don't want to lose us man I because just, the, the, Osman is the future. Ronaldo is not the future. 
Okay, it's a fair perspective. Yeah. Either way, Ronaldo, Ronaldo. Either way, we all agree that uh, you would take uh, Ronaldo and Napoli. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think we all agree. But on I know, that. I know what you're saying about a hundred. You know, a hundred is a lot of money. You're starting to think about <laughs> it. Now. And, uh, see, it's like see, he's got a hundred million. If Laurentiis says a hundred million, he's that, going for it. The Laurentiis is not going to spend the money. That's the problem. So no, I, I don't, don't want the money. Let's not worry about that. Let's not worry He's about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I will sell He's it for one Marco, even 90 or oh, 80. <laughs> Stop lowering. Yeah, Give why, it yeah, to why me. Why I think I saw a funny, a funny, uh, can you check Anthony's goals and assists last year? Anthony from Ajax. Somebody was saying like, literally Anthony was linked to Juventus in the summer for 45 million. But when Manchester United comes calling, the amount that they spent on Maguire, the amount that they spent Please. on Sancho, on all these players, you have to sell them for a premium because they're desperate. They need a striker. So you say, all right, you have to spend this much money. The guy, Anthony, was begging to leave. I think he had like four and eight were his numbers, right? Four so, goals and eight assists. No, uh, in 30, uh, in just in the league, yeah, he has eight goals. But total, he has... What was it? Eight goals? Eight goals, four assists, and 23 appearances. Just I saw a viral tweet league. that said... Manchester United spending $100 million for a guy that got eight goals and four assists in the Eredivisie Listen, uh, league. Listen, uh, the bottom, line, the league, bottom line is this. Yeah, but I for mean, $100 million yeah, for I Anthony? Know, I know, Why I know. is financial fair play only a problem for the Italian teams? Because we don't have the money. We can only shop at, uh, at the local markets okay. over there, at the flea market. But we are still producing high-quality and high-caliber players. We, pl we produce a lot of good, good games. We produce a lot of good youths. And we produce do spectacular, uh, you know. Uh, let me ask you something. Yeah. Let me ask you something. If Ronaldo goes to AC Milan for Leao, you sell him? Give me one hundred and twenty million dollars. <laughs> one hundred and twenty. That went up. A hundred. A yes. hundred. You getting? You getting a hundred for Leao? Leao. And uh, come on, give you can't sell Portuguese Leal. for a Portuguese. You come can't on. sell Leao for a hundred. Let me tell you something. Let, I might. <laughs> oh really? And I'll take you're, the one hundred million dollars. I'm though. You're thinking about I am. it. I am one hundred million dollars. Listen, Leao, Leao. Let me tell you something about Leao. It's a spectacular player, but can be very streaky. He's very streaky. He thinks already thinks that he's one of the best players in the world. So somebody has to keep him just. Playing level playing. Did, did you win the campionato last year? Doesn't matter. He didn't win it by himself. I said, hey, by the way, you need to show more. Show me two, three years in a row what you're capable to do. And then you earn your strike. Let's so far, forget about two, three, three, you have two three days. Give me 120 million dollars and I will give it to years. you. You have two, three days. You have to make a decision. What do you do? 120 million dollars, I'll sell it to you right now. 100 is the price. <laughs> oh, What's 100, I don't know. Let's see. <laughs> I, I haven't counted them, but I all the games that I've seen, these guys, they're giving yellow cards left and right. There's too many of them. They got to stop with that. And uh, the other thing is you got to change the rule. If the goalkeeper comes out of the area and he touches the ball with his hand, it, it cannot be a red card. It's got to be like he's another player. It gets a yellow card, not a red card. Who got a red card for that this weekend? No, the, the first game. The Who first game, the goalkeeper came out. And uh, he got a record because he came out and he touched the ball with his hand. Mm. I don't remember. Yeah. 
So was you, it? You, oh, oh, um, from Lazio, right, Maximiliano. Oh, the keeper. Yeah. Did yeah, he get yeah. a straight red card? Yeah, for he got that? a straight yeah, red. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was yeah. a straight you're red right, card. You're right. You're right. It was a yeah, straight red card. I mean, that's too. Uh, but that's the rules, though. Yeah, but change the rule. <laughs> there we go. I well, want to. But Gatano again. If you touch it with your hands, but yeah, it's, it's, if it's, it's an if it's unintentional. Yes, but if it's intentional, it's last a, then it's it gets, it was, it's it gets a yellow card. It's a yellow card. Okay. But if you're last man, if you're the last man, you're if you're preventing, last man, they'll still get a red card. You're preventing yeah. it. It's the if same thing as a slight tackle. If you the ball it. to go in or if the player to go I through. I don't disagree with that. Because that rule. It's, it's a big thing. What'd you have before promo? I was going to say, everyone was talking about Monza with all these transfers. These guys are dead last. Three games, three losses. Last place with Cremonese. And these guys spent... So much money in the Mercato. They got like two new starting 11s. So I just wanted to bring that up because a lot of people were hyping them up. You know, it's only three games. but And a lot of people were saying just because you get new transfers and stuff like that doesn't necessarily mean that you can stay in the Serie A. And I feel like we're going to start seeing some some shift change like Stropa. But they had a, the they had a lot of injuries though. Go well, check, check the injuries that they had in their last match. They're missing four or five guys. And... But I know they were complaining about Di Bello, the, the, the referees, and <laughs> said they call it Di Bruto. Oh, that, that was <laughs> so, uh, a lot, they had, of, they a lot, had a lot of injuries. For me, Stroppa, too. I mean, I didn't think they're ever going to last with Stroppa. Yeah, you know what I think? Time. I'm going to make a crazy prediction, but I think it's going to happen. I think they're going to send a Nicola big, Nicola. big, big name. No, not Nicola. No, Bakayoko from AC Milan is available. No, no, I think they're going to take a couple midfielders. Coaching. I think they're going to sign a big name, and the name that I have in mind. Then they're going to bring Deserbi back to Serie A, and then they're going to start playing football. Monza? Yep. Why would Deserbi go to Monza? Because Galliani and Berlusconi can be very persuasive. Mm. He could be a bum. I'm mm. surprised they didn't ask Pirlo. Okay. They want to They want to win. They want to go up in this in this standing. <laughs> Pirlo is coaching he's in, in Turkey. Turkey. He's in Turkey. Yeah, yeah he, he, lost, he's got a job. he lost a couple of games for nothing, for nothing. Mm. He's not no, doing too good. He's not going to last too long. <laughs> hey, so maybe he'll be available. Montella came One thing about Monza. With a big fight with, uh, with Balotelli. Everything, every time I see Galliani, he's got less and less hair. And every time we see Berlusconi's got more and more hair. Yeah, maybe they, more, they do the transfer. Uh, during the transfer season, they transfer the hair from uh, Berlusconi and they always, to Galliani. Uh, they're talking. They're talking. But, you know. I love you, those two, though. You said they spend a lot of money, but every player is like. It's not big, big time though. Money. That's true. You know, it's few. But they, they've had so many injuries. They had like the most injuries. Yeah. In everybody's always injured for them. They they haven't had like a perfect eleven. They haven't had their eleven yet. And they also had tough, some tough matches. They'll get there. Henri bought Como. Did you not bought? He bought into Como. You see, he got yeah. a percentage. Thierry Henri. He got into Como. What, yeah. yeah. Serie B club Como. He said, uh, he he said Zambrota. He used to speak about Como with Zambrota because I think Zambrota's from Como. Pretty mm. crazy. Because uh, what's his name went over there? Fabregas. 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 He said he talked to a couple of players that told them it's good. And speaking of Como too, uh, Cutrone, your boy Cutrone signed for them. His yeah. hometown, that's where oh he's from. God. He's from Como. Oh, yeah? So I like yeah. that uh, I like that Henri got a team in Italy. It's a nice, lot right? of, I, We already know how much foreign ownership, like how many people yeah. want to buy into Italy. Thought it was cool. He Como's said that. Nice he said everyone knows Como for their lake and the beauty of the town, but now mm. they're going to need to know about the football. Mm. I like that. Geographically, its position is situated in a very, in a very, very, very uh, 
beautiful area. I right mean, a, uh, right across from Switzerland too. Well, yeah. you you are in a spinning distance from Milan, from Torino, from Switzerland, yeah, from any sure. from uh, from the center of Europe. So uh, gives them a reason to go vacation there. Yeah, <laughs> get a nice yeah. boat. I think over that's there, what right? it is. So uh, there sure. are a couple of beautiful lakes over there. Is uh, Riva del Garda, Lago di Seo. There's a lot of beautiful. Serie B is a lot of competition. Yeah. Huh? For sure, yeah. It's actually Cesena, crazy. Cesena, they want to do well. Spal wants to do well. How Como about Bari? Wants to do Palermo, well. Ascoli. Yeah, mm. Palermo is, is, wants to do now. They got money. Um, there's a lot, there's a lot, uh, Promo a lot your going thing. on. So they had a tournament. Antonio, your team had a tournament. I think you were the coach of the team. I was told the that you were a psychopath. The team name was IFTV. Who, who told you that I'm a psychopath? Mr. Molinari behind the camera. Oh, my over God. There. <laughs> <laughs> Is that right, Nick? He's like he backstabs him. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, but either way, you guys were cultural. Your team named the IFTV, and mm-hmm. you guys apparently won the tournament yesterday. We did, yes. Santa Rosalia tournament. Because mm-hmm. of you, though, your coaching was like Gasparini. Well, listen, well, was listen uh, uh, my style of coaching, I learned from, uh, from him. I mean, not directly how to coach, but I learned how to position uh, the team on the field. And, uh, you know, I, I'm not lying. He taught me a few things. So, unfortunately, he was not part of the game because uh, he was late from work. But uh, if he would have been part of the, the squad, we could have done even a lot more damage. And we spanked Ludo from, uh, you know. <laughs> that the it, opposite team? Yeah, no, well, Ludo was the head of the Brooklyn Italian, which is another uh, one of the teams that I coached. And uh, Ludo partner said, oh, no, I'm just bringing a bunch of coaches over there. Don't worry about it. But uh, he was stuck with a very good player. So Ludo gave us our time. So we beat them 3-2. And we beat Yoa, I think, uh, uh, 5-1. You what was the final? That was it. I mean, The we, final we, was 5-1? There was only no, two, games. two games. It was only two games. You play, you play each games. other. Uh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> you played two that games. Nice. How was it from your uh, perspective? It came, uh, it came after the game, Gaetano. Oh. So yeah, you weren't even there. When they know they won, right? Yeah. That's, uh, All right, congrats. Yeah, thanks. Good job. Uh, we got a trophy you, uh, too, right? uh, Why don't you bring the trophy, right. Marcus? So, uh, <laughs> actually, I want to congratulate since we are live, right? We're still live, right? Yeah, yeah I mean, uh, we're still going. I got to congratulate all my players, even the people that they didn't get to play. Enrico Boccarifuoco. Enrico Boccarifuoco played with uh, uh, his foot totally injured. He had, really? uh, had plantar fasciitis and, uh, you know, uh, heel spur. And uh, hey, uh, Nicola wow. Giordano played spectacularly. I had Victor Poposki. I had Vitali, this other, uh, this other uh, player. I had five or six. I had, uh, what's his name? Alessandro, the goalkeeper. Ferrante. I played with his father. Yeah, Gatano played job. with his father. So uh, hey, uh, we, uh, we left it on the field and I said, I prepared the team just before. Like motivation is very important. I said, guys, I didn't come over here because I don't have anything to do. I, well, could, be wa- <laughs> I could be watching the Napoli and Fiorentina's game, but I'm here because I wanted to, I want to bring IFTV to the next level. And IFTV has given me the responsibility to coach you guys. So thank you, Antonio. I wanted there to win. Go. Thank you, Antonio. <laughs> you got it. I appreciate your service. Mike, thanks, Mike. You're not shaking my hand. Oh. I, I, I'm sorry, I know you're champion. I already know you're champion. I expected this from you. Yeah, I'm not surprised no, like okay. Marco. Anyway, I knew this so, was gonna happen. Uh, so, but the next time we want a better, better uh, jersey, and uh, you know, we don't want to want the top. We want the bottom. We want the socks. Yes. We want everything. We'll if you tell me a, a little bit more in advance, then okay. We we'll get some players from overseas too to come to help. All right, that can that will there work something out. Good job. Maybe we'll bring IFTV down to Florida, Gatano, for uh, for the Florida for the MLK uh, uh, tournament. Uh, we're talking about the over fifty or whatever. Okay, so we'll. Uh, so, yes, yeah, sir. Go ahead. What's the question? I said thank you. Completely forgot what I was going to say. Congratulations. 
Congratulations. Actually, since we are on the, on the topic, you. I have to congratulate all the people that are sponsored. One of the sponsors was uh, our, ni- uh, our nice coffee sponsor over Siao here. Siao Coffee. Siao, and then Villa Bate, of course, is one of the, the best bakeries around. Mando, you're always talking about Villa Bate. They have the best bakery in all United States. I'm not going to take it away. And uh, what's his name? Uh, Manny keeps Man. asking for you. You need to come and, uh, yeah, we'll and, uh, and have well, coffee. All right, and his father is such a gentleman, man. Uh, he's just, Damn, uh, I can't believe he, I He's talking about the family's that. kids. Yeah, so uh, cousins. All right, I can't remember. So yeah. I guess we, uh, I guess we ended there. Congratulations! Yeah. Yes. Oh, I remembered. Uh, I, that's why it's Mr. Molinati again. Mm-hmm. I want an uh, Anto Cam, Antonio Cam. Like I want a recording, and I want to ask the people if they want this video. We'll have uh, oh Mr. Molinati edit this up because I think you're going to be a psychopath like Antonio Conte on the sidelines running up and down screaming your your head off and then I want to show you the I want to do a side by side of Conte and you because you say he's crazy but I bet you you're the same exact way coaching Nick I don't uh, Nick I hope you didn't edit anything I think Nick <laughs> Nick is trying to uh, to make me look bad you're in for I, surprise Anto. I don't scream at anybody I just uh, I just keep the team very compact you know what the beautiful thing about this is what they don't have to take your word. They don't have to take my word. We'll have the video. They'll to prove see it for it. themselves, right? <laughs> I think it's a little bit worried. Yes, <laughs> you know why? Mr. Molinari is gonna go Nick, missing. You're laughing over there. I don't know, Mr. Molinari. I don't know. I'm gonna have to. You're gonna bash his computer. I don't know. We'll see. Get rid right, of all so the footage. I gotta watch it first. Anyway, guys, thank you for watching. Make sure you like, subscribe, get ready because Serie A returns again Midway on games. Wednesday. Not great games, but still in Serie A, anything could happen. As always, we'll talk to you soon. Shout out, guys.